0: with Brendan. Go subscribe today and watch how your life is impacted. Hey, what's up, rehabs across the world? Welcome to episode three of the Straight Up Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how I was able to grow my social media to 11 million plus people uh, just by telling my truth, uh, just by being real. And it's something I'm super proud of because I didn't have to to fake it till I make it. And if you follow me, you know how I feel about that. I feel like that's the, the worst way to become successful in anything you do, that you fake it. Because when you fake it, you'll get to a place where you're not fulfilled. And I'm all about fulfillment. I don't care about how successful you are. My question is, is how fulfilled you are in your success. And I've been getting this question, obviously, you know, for the last four or five years um it's something that you know influencers ask me about companies ask me about uh, just people who want to start you know building their brand on social media and if you're not a social media person i still feel like this can help you you know in your business and we live in a social media world so i'm gonna tell you because social media changed my life what's up rehabbers across the world welcome to straight up with trent shelton throughout my career from the nfl to sold out stages speaking to thousands i built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton. Straight up. I started on, let me just start with Twitter. I'm going to list out some things, you know, probably six or seven things that really you can apply. And it's going to be common sense stuff. You know, it's not going to be rocket science stuff. It's literally things that you probably know, but you aren't applying. Like I said, in every podcast, it's about application. It's about acting on what you're hearing. But I started social media. It's crazy. I started Facebook when Facebook like just started at Baylor, right? If you watch the movie, I think it's a social media, the Facebook movie. I forgot the the name of it. But if you watch that movie, you know that Facebook started just at colleges. And I remember one of my uh, close friends, um, actually my college quarterback, uh, getting me on there. At that time, I was on MySpace. Uh, I had a YouTube channel. Um, I had... Then from there, I went to Twitter. Uh, from there, I went to Instagram. And it's so funny. I remember Maria, she was trying to get me on Instagram. I was like, I don't want to do no Instagram. I don't want to post pictures. Like, that's crazy. And that's when Instagram was just for Apple at that time. And so I realized, you know, over time, probably 2009 when I started, that um, there, was a, there was an outlet um, available, which, you know, social media, that you really could impact, you know, people's lives, that you really could create change, whether it's positive or negative. And a lot of people look at social media sometimes as a negative thing. And I tell people, no, social media is not negative. Social media is a tool, period. It's just like a hammer. It's just like a a gun. It's just like any type of tool. It's about how you use that, right? Social media can be a great thing. And literally, you know, social media is the reason why I'm here. And, you know, I can definitely speak upon this because I didn't have... So so that's easy for you to say, Trent, and building your social media because you're at the NFL, I want to be totally transparent. The NFL had nothing to do with my social media. Like I said, I was a lot of y'all didn't even know I played in the NFL. So that lets you know how far on the bench I was. So the NFL didn't uh, build my social media. I didn't have some big thing that was highly successful in the world that built my social media. Literally, my content and me sharing my heart, like built my social media, built my Facebook platform. I like to call myself, you know, a social media baby. And so I want to share. These six or seven things, knowing me, I might give you 25, but I'm definitely going to share six or seven things with you that you can apply, you know, not just to your social media, I feel like, but to your business, to, to your life. I feel like, um, you know, you might have to take it in a different way than what I'm saying, but I really think if you sit back and you digest it, I really feel it's a, it's, you can apply this to any part of your life. So let's get started. Number one, um, and this is obvious, this is common sense, but be yourself, especially in the social media era that we're in right now, the thing that I see a lot, and if you're like this, you know, wear your tough skin, okay? I'm going to step on your toes a little bit. And as you know me, the truth sometimes hurts, but it always helps. And I got to step on your toes. But the thing that I think or know, should I say, work for me is that I was me. And you're like, well, duh. But no, I was me. I was, I was different. You know, I wasn't like all the motivational speakers online, right? I wasn't following anyone's footsteps to be real with you. I wasn't influenced by anyone. I literally brought myself to my page. Um, I didn't create video like anyone at that time. Um, you know, as a lot of you know, a lot of you started following me when I had the red background, which I still do now, but the the red background wall and, you know, I was just, hey, as listen, as real as I can put it and straight to the camera, it worked because, I was being myself. When I look on social media now, I see a lot of the same people. (laughs) And what I mean by that, and I say you can't be influenced because success leaves clues, but you shouldn't be so influenced that you think that you're not enough, right? You think that you can't bring you into this space. And that's in anything you do. You shouldn't be so influenced that you become a second version of someone else because why would someone go to you when they can go get the real version, right? You don't want to be a duplicate. Now, a smart person will say, hey, I like what they're doing, so I'm going to take this and apply it in my own type of way, or I like what they're doing too, and you apply it in your own type of way, but you have to give yourself some credit, right? You're enough, and that's where your true power is, like your uniqueness. Um, When I started stepping on stages, my very first speaking engagements, I remember it was one, um, and God bless this lady, You know, um, and maybe she might listen to this. But I remember I was speaking at a speaking engagement and it was a high school, um, like a high school uh, banquet, football banquet. And I get there and I'm not telling you how to dress, but I just, you know. I was influenced to be, oh, hey, Trent, you should wear a suit and tie, or you know, you should talk like this, and you should cut your hair, you should hide your tattoos, you should do all these things because businesses aren't gonna wanna bring you in to speak, and you know, people aren't gonna relate to you, and you don't look professional enough. And the thing that I always lived by, I said, I don't care about being professional enough. What I care about is being purposeful enough. And that was very, very unpopular at that time. And this speaking engagement, taught me how to be myself even more on social media because I was like, okay, this is what's going to separate me. And when you're being yourself, I will be, you know, straight up with you. It'll probably take a longer time for your platform to grow, you know, maybe not, but it'll probably take a longer time for your platform to grow. But that's a good thing because the process will teach you so much like if if I, I even think I grew too fast because I'm still trying to play catch up and learn certain things. But when you're yourself, sometimes the process is slower. And so people say, okay, well, if I can do this the same way this person is doing it, I can post the same type of pictures. I can create the same type of videos. Oh, this works. So let me do it like this so I can speed up the process. And I think that's a that's a that's not a good mindset uh, towards growth and towards success. But to go back to the speaking engagement, I go there, uh, it's a high school speaking event, and like everybody's dressed up. So I walk in there, I got like, uh, see my heart, not my past shirt on, which is one of my first shirts I ever put out with my rehab merch. It already get people looking at me like, okay, see your heart, not your past. Like, what did you do? You know, it's just one of those looks. I had a few people like identify with. You can just, I can just feel energy. Like, energy doesn't lie. I always say, trust the vibes that people give you. <laughs> and so I sit down at the VIP table, like this for the speakers. And when I sit down there, I guess some people at the table didn't think, well, they didn't know who I was. They didn't know I was a speaker, but they felt like I shouldn't be sitting there. They didn't say it, obviously, but I could feel it. So I just feel this lady. You ever know when just somebody, like, even when you're driving, you just feel somebody, like, staring into your soul, like, in a negative way. Not, like, in a a cool way, but, like, a negative way. I just feel her just, like, staring at me. And I'm like, man. And I kind of look. I kind of try to play it off where, like, you know, you look over there and you kind of just look past them <laughs> like you're looking at something else. And so I, I look and I say, she's staring at me. And it was one of those, like, I don't know, just a bitter, like, face, like, what are you doing here? And so I didn't say nothing, make a long story, I guess even longer. Um, I get up and I go speak and I'm just, you know, being me straight from the heart, real as I can put it, just being straight up and I get off stage and I make eye contact when I was, while I was speaking to her and I can tell when I'm connecting with someone, like I can just tell their look, like they're just like, oh my, like, and I can tell that she was underrating me. And, you know, I think this works a lot of times, like in my favor, that I was so underrated because people will look at me and be like, oh, he can't say anything that's worth, you know, that can impact me because he doesn't look the part because we judge people way too often. And so I get off a stage, I sit down and I feel the lady still staring at me. So I'm like, maybe I didn't get through to her. But it was, when I looked, it was a different look. It wasn't the look of like, why are you here? It was look like, oh my gosh, like, I just judged you for you being who you are and like you impacted my life. without ever saying a word. So we make eye contact. She says, well, after we make eye contact and I just kind of play it off. And after the event, she comes up to me and say, hey, Trent, can I speak to you? And I was like, yeah. She said, I want to apologize because I judged you. Um, You came in here, you know, you didn't have a suit and tie. And when I realized you're the speaker, you didn't look like a speaker. Um, You didn't even sound like a speaker. But when I took away the judgment, you were the most impactful speaker I ever heard in my life never in my life. And she says, I will never judge a a book by its cover anymore. And she said, keep being yourself because this is going to be the breakthrough that people need for your generation. And I always held on to that. So the reason I tell that story is because so many of us, we trade in who we are to fit in into what people want us to be. And you don't realize that your impact that you have in your heart is your superpower, so don't overthink it. You know, I never went to Toast, and I'm not telling you don't do these things, by the way. Uh, but I never went to Toastmasters. I never took a well in college. I said I would tell this story. I did go to Baylor, and I did was in speech communications, but I had no idea I would be a speaker. I literally took that, so I didn't want. I didn't want to fail out. But I guess it, you know, it, it helped a bit. But I didn't, you know, I didn't do any research. All I did was that I'm going to be who I am, I'm going to be my authentic self, and I'm not going to be afraid to talk about things that most people are afraid to talk about. Okay, so whatever that thing is that you're afraid to speak about, I would challenge you to speak because there's people out there that need your voice. There's people out there that want to say what you're going to say. Or you know, even if you have a you know your former content or your former writing, there's people that want to say what you're saying, but they're afraid to. So they need a voice. And people started to share my content because I was that voice for them. And so please, please be yourself because the world needs you. Do not trade in your identity for anything else to be like someone else. Be who you are. That's number one. Be yourself. Be like Duh Trent. But listen, a lot of people they understand it, but they don't apply it. Okay, so apply it. Number two. I would tell you, and what a big part for me was, you know, number two, just start. Just start. A lot of people don't start. And if you never start, you can have all the ideas in the world. You can have the greatest content in the world. You can be the biggest influencer in the world. But if you never start, right, if you never take a step, you will never go on the journey. If you don't go on the journey, you know, you'll never be able to accomplish, period. You know, the first step of accomplishment or the first, the main thing of accomplishment is taking that first step. So I'm going to tell you to start. And the reason why most people don't start is because they're trying to be perfect. They're trying to be perfect. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't care about what you put out. You know, some, you know, branding Wise, I we can talk about it on another podcast. I get that part. But so many of us, we're so afraid to start small. Man, one thing about me, I love fashion. And I always made a promise to myself Once I started my brand, I would come out with my own brand. I would rock my own clothes. I would wear my own hats. And today, I just released my new line of hats at ShopRehabTime.com through Shopify. And listen, y'all, it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. is lowercase. Let's get it. We're so afraid to, um, you know, one of the things that people say is like, I'm afraid to go live or post videos because I'm not going to get a lot of likes. I'm afraid that if I go live, nobody's going to show up. I'm going to tell you, nobody will show up if you're just starting. <laughs> nobody showed up for me. But again, it wasn't about that for me. So I just say, you know what? I'm going to start with what I have. And if I can impact one person, then I understand what that one person can do. I understand the ripple effect that works, literally. There was somebody's crazy to me. When I went to Sweden for the first time, it just, it baffled me that I was in Sweden for my very first out the country speaking engagement. And when I was there, I was like, you know what's crazy? Is that somebody somewhere watched the video and shared it and they knew somebody, whether it was a cousin or aunt or whoever, friend in Sweden. And then somebody in Sweden shared it. And then rehab time grew over there. But just imagine if I never started because I was afraid to look small. Just imagine if I never started, if I was afraid to fail. You're going to fail and you'll never figure out like what your thing is with social media. If you don't start, you can watch my first videos. A lot has changed. I figured out my voice. I figured out what people really want from me. I figured out, you know, I found the confidence as I speak, but I never would have had this if I never would have started. So forget the perfection thing, like... Social media has trained us like perception has become the new God. I know that's a big thing to say, but it has. Everybody's worrying about their perception, how the world sees them, right? You're worried about that. And so you want to put out the perfect stuff. And sometimes you will hit a home run when you put stuff out. Let's be real. Most of the times you're going to strike out. But the beautiful thing about this is that you can keep coming up to the plate. You can keep trying. You can keep uh, failing your way to success. You can keep failing your way forward, but you got to stop allowing perception to be your God. Like you got to stop living this filter life of, oh, okay, I have to take the perfect picture and and all of this. And really, it's very dangerous. And I could spend three hours talking about this, but I'm not. But it's very dangerous when you're in that space because now you're allowing people who follow you to control your narrative. I didn't allow that. I allowed what I was given to the world to be the narrative. Because if I just, and I get it strategy-wise, you know, of course it's smart. Oh, okay, people relate to this. I understand that part. But some of us will post a picture that we don't even like to post, but that'll get a lot of views and we don't even like it. And we are say, oh, okay, well, this is what people want from me, so this is what I'm going to do. And I don't believe that's coming from an authentic place. I believe that's working externally. And I don't believe in working externally first. I believe working internally. And For me, now that's the difference if it's something that you love, it's something that's real, and you're like, oh, okay, Like they like this from me more. I understand that part. But we live in a time in social media where people are not being who they are to get what they want. People are changing who they are. And I'm not talking about a positive change. People are changing who they are just to get what they want. Think about that for a second. What does that tell you? If you have to change who you are, not in a positive way. I'm not talking about rehabbing your life type of change. But if you have to lose yourself to gain something, then is that thing really a gain or is that thing a loss? If you have to change, who you are to get what you think that you want. That should tell you that you really don't need that. Okay, so I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but I'm just speaking from the heart and being straight up with you. I, so just start and just say, okay, cool. I'm not going to be perfect But I'm just going to be real. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to grow from that, okay? So start. If you never start, you never will finish. You never will learn. You never will grow. Number three, the thing that I would tell you to do is have a page identity with social media. I think one of the genius things that I did that really wasn't genius, but when I look back, I guess that it was, is that I decided to give, I decided to be a, a category king. I saw a lot of people talking about success. I saw a lot of people talking about, you know, all these other things but I didn't really see a lot of people, you know, from the self-worth component. And what was cool about it is that I really cared about self-worth because, as you know, that was a you know commitment that I made to my friend. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to speak to self-worth. I'm going to talk about, you know, um, you know, when you lose something, you don't have to lose yourself. So if you watch my earlier videos, even videos today, you saw that I was very consistent with that because my idea was that. I'm going to create this self-worth content. I'm going to create it over and over and over and be consistent with it that when people think of self-worth, they think of rehab time. They think of Trent Shelton. Just like when you think of a hamburger, if you like In-N-Out, you think of In-N-Out. What If you're in Texas, it's Whataburger, right? You think of Whataburger. You think of, you know, um, whether it's, you know, a basketball, whatever. Consistency. Right, makes you a go-to person. And the thing that I see a lot with social media is that a lot of you guys don't have consistency. You don't have a page identity. When I go to your page, I don't know what you're standing for. You know, one day it's, you know, I want to change the world. One day it's forget the world. You know, one day you're talking about, and listen, if that's what you want, great. Right. I I don't want to tell you to change everything if that's what you want, but if you're trying to grow something and you're trying to build a page identity then you have to be consistent with what you put out. If you go look at, you know, anybody that you follow that has, you know, a mega following on social media, I bet that if you go to their page, you can see what they're about just by scrolling. You can say, "Oh, they believe in this or they stand for this." Oh, okay, this is what they represent. And that's something I was very conscious about When I started social media, I didn't want to be all over the place because then I wouldn't be consistent. And I'll tell you how this even works when it comes to, uh, you know, even making things go viral. Because I know a lot of y'all care about that. How do I go viral, Trent? (laughs) When it comes to making things have a have a a more impactful reach, because I don't want you to focus on going viral, by the way, because when you focus on going viral, you create from a place of, you know, I feel like a business place instead of from a place of purpose, and I think a place of purpose always impacts more. And we'll talk about that, you know, a little bit later. But I had I start to realize stuff probably about you know four four maybe three years ago. I would release new videos and say my videos would be four minutes long, and this is where page identity like really comes, uh, really makes a big impact and just the identity of your brand and what you represent and the trust that people have in you. That's a part of page identity. People trust in you, right? People come to you for something, whatever that something is. And so I released a new video and I started to realize something. I started to realize before my video was over, I'm talking about like in the first 10 seconds, I would start to see all these shares. Like, cause I could actually see in real time when I refreshed the page, I started to see all these shares. And at first, it didn't really click. But I was like, wait a minute. My video is four minutes long. And people sharing it at 10, 20 seconds a minute, they ain't watch the videos. And I got like kind of offended. I'm like, man, I put in work in this video. Like, why are you sharing it already and not really watching it? Because I want you to watch the content. I want you to learn from the content. And so um, what I did, I actually messaged a few people. And I remember messaging this lady in her inbox. I was like, hey, First, she didn't believe it was me. Like, she thought it was somebody who worked for me. It was literally me. Like, I'm always in my inbox. So I was like, hey, this is Trent. I had to actually send her audio for her to believe it. But I was like, hey, this is Trent. And I just noticed that, like, you are sharing my videos. And I appreciate it. But you ain't watched the whole video. And she writes back and this changed like as far as consistency and page identity and just being like consistent with your message. It changed my mindset even more with it. It made me like hone down on even more because she was like, Trent, she was like, for one, you always tell us to share it. And for one, I want to be one of the first people to share it for a selfish reason, because I just want to be one of those people. Like I was the first to share the video. <laughs> but for but for the main reason is that um, I trust you. I know because you've built this page identity, you built, you know, your brand. And I know what it stands for. Cause you've been consistent for the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. I already know, you know, what you're putting out is something someone needs to hear. And I always go back and watch it. But I I can trust you. I can trust you with it. And that really like made me for one, I felt bad, because I was like, dang, I came at her in a way like I'm angry and she really doing it from the goodness of her heart. And it made me realize, like, wow. Like I've built so much page and brand identity that people know, like they trust me. They know that I'm not going to be talking about some irrelevant stuff just to go viral. Like they know what I stand for. They know that, you know, what rehab time stands for. So to make a long story short, like really focus on that. Like don't be all over the place. If you want to grow your social media, just go ahead and say, I want to be a category king. So what's your category king going to be? Like, why are people going to come to you? Why do I want to come to you, right? Where are you going to be consistent in your message at? And I believe that's very, very, very important. Not sharing, not saying you can't share other moments of your life because I do that. But when it comes to content, I'm very, very consistent. Number four, uh, which is super important. Oh my gosh. Number four, care about your community. Um, and this is a part of being transparent and real, when people know that you're real, they will ride for you. I cannot explain this enough. One of the most genius things that I did that really wasn't genius was I created community because I didn't want this to be about Trent Shelton. Now you have some people that you know are in this space that you know are doing something that it's all about themselves, right? And I feel like those are those people are people who who lack significance. Um, But I knew and just, you know, being an NFL player, like I've always had significance in my life and I knew that, you know, that wasn't enough. I knew that I still lost myself in having the highest significance in my life. So I didn't want that. I wanted rehab time to be a community. I want to be about us. We not me. I didn't want to be put on a pedestal. I didn't want to be the person at the top of the mountain. This is very important. If you can understand this part, you can build something special and it's going to take time. But I didn't want to be at the top of the mountain, which a lot, I didn't want to position myself as, a, as an expert. I didn't. Especially if it was something I wasn't expert at and I was just trying to sell people a dream that I wasn't living. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. <laughs> but I didn't want to be at the top of the mountain telling people, oh, this is how you get up here, you know, and look at me and, you know, no, no, no. Like maybe... I've been where you're trying to go. Or maybe I haven't, maybe I'm here with you, but regardless, I am here climbing this mountain with you. Whether I had to come back down or whether I'm on the way up with you, we are in this together. And what I started saying at the beginning of my videos, and I'm not telling you to, you know, I thought it was corny, but everybody identifies it. I said at the beginning of this podcast, I started saying, hey, rehabbers across the world. And that brought a sense of community. Everybody wants to be a part of something whether it's your family, whether it's your team, you know, even on a negative standpoint, people will be a part of gangs just to be a part of something. People are wanting something to be a part of. If you have something that's positive, it's one of the, the things that I would tell you to focus on the most is build community. And the only way you're gonna build community is by caring about your community. So some of the things that I do personally, till this day with almost 2 million followers on Instagram, uh, you know, 11 plus on, um, you know, Facebook. To this day, every single day for at least one hour, I am in my inbox. I am sending audio messages to people because I want to tell you like, this isn't some uh, show for me. I do this because I really want to help and impact lives. And so I can't respond to everybody, obviously. You know, there's thousands of messages every single day. But I do my part to show people that I really, really care. Even at events. You know, I've I've seen people literally avoid the people that support them. And it's crazy to me. It just shows me that their heart is in the wrong place. And I feel like when your heart is in the wrong place, that's going to get exposed. Somewhere down the line or wherever, it's going to get exposed. And so even like even when I'm tired and you have to protect your peace, you know, you have to set boundaries. I'm not saying that, you know, you just give yourself away and then you're extended and you're empty for the people that need you to be. Obviously there's boundaries. But even after my events for, you know, when I had my own events, I made it a point to meet every person. And I remember talking to other speakers and they were like, Trent, you're crazy. And I was like, why? Like, these are the people that make rehab time. Without my supporters, there's no rehab time. The reason I'm able to do what I do is because people support it. The message wouldn't get across the world. I don't know millions of people. The message gets across the world because people share it. And so if you're not spending time, especially if you're just starting out, if you're not spending time responding to every message, especially if you get five or six messages a day, if that, then you have to ask, like, what's your motive in doing what you do? Are you just trying to build your social media for business and personal gain? That's okay, that's fine. But if you're saying that you're in this to really help and impact people, then you should spend time, right, out of your life, out of your day, connecting with the people that make you. I really want you to like really grasp that. And I hope you can feel it in my voice how passionate I am about this because it breaks my heart when I see people that really don't care about those that support them. And somebody might might say, oh, Trent, well, I sent you a message, you didn't respond to me. Literally, an hour a day, hour a day, I spend responding to the message. Now, I might respond to 99 and the, the one person I miss might be that person that says, you don't care, but I'm good with myself and knowing that I spent time out of my day. So again, you know, when, you, when he says, oh, you got 11 million, it's because I care about my community. That's probably the main thing is I care about my community, I serve my community, I'm talking to my community, I'm making my community a part of what I do um, and everything like that. So number four, care about your community. Number five, and this is a a slippery slope to go down because you need both, um, especially when you expand and grow to a place where I'm at. Um, but I think starting out, you know, a lot of you listening to this are probably starting out, you're probably trying to figure things out. But you need to be, you need to have a mission mindset over a business mindset. And the reason I say that is because if you're working from a business mindset, numbers are controlling what you do, right? Numbers are, are everything for you because business is about numbers. And if the numbers aren't adding up, then you're probably going to give up. You're probably going to try something different or you're not going to operate from a pure place um, just to get certain numbers. And you know, I've said this a million times, if you don't operate from a pure place, I don't believe you're gonna make a real connection uh, with people. And so I've always focused on, I like to say mission over mentions. It didn't matter to me how many people watch my videos. I mean, I appreciate it because it showed the impact, but it didn't matter to me. All I cared about was impacting a life impacting 10 lives, impact 100 lives. I mean, take this for example. And this is, you can look on social media and find this. I see so many people get discouraged because I don't have a lot of followers. I'm not going to make an impact. Let's take this from a a percentage perspective. There could be somebody that has 10 million followers, but they're not impacting, maybe they're impacting 100 of those people right? They're not using their platform to impact people. And that's fine, right? It's their business. But then you might have somebody who has a thousand followers, supporters, as I like to call, but they're impacting all a thousand. Who's making a greater impact? Right? Who's making a greater impact? Or maybe you're impacting 800, 500 of them. Who's making the greater impact? So please don't get so caught up in the number system, because numbers do lie, especially on social media. There are people who buy likes. There's people who buy followers. There's people who do all of those things, right? Numbers can lie. And a lot of times we get in the comparison game of like, oh, I'm not there yet. Not knowing you're probably further ahead than them. They're trying to game the system like so many people do. So stay focused on your mission. And as you grow, obviously business has to come and play to grow something, but stay focused on your mission. And I'm always like staying in tune with that. Like I'm always asking my community like why do you follow me? I still do that to this day. I say why do you follow me? And I I do that because I want to make sure their answer is the reason why I started. Oh, Trent, we're following you because you help us with our self-worth. You're helping me feel like I'm enough. All right, cool. If I get to the point where they like they follow me for something that I don't even I didn't even start or anything that's not positive, then I know that I'm not staying in a mission mindset. So, mission mindset or a business mindset, you know, purpose mindset over-profit mindset when you start, especially when you're starting to build out your social media. The sixth thing that I would tell you, and I already kind of touched on this, is uh, impact, you know, over likes. You know, always focus on impact. Impact, impact, impact. Because the thing about it is, I had this conversation earlier with someone, is that you cannot measure impact. You can't. You know, you might can say, oh, I got two views, but what if somebody actually took their phone and showed a group of 100 people your content, Right? That, those hundred people won't show up in your views, but those hundred people will be impacted. And so think about that. You never know how many people are watching what you do. You never know how many people are being impacted by what you do. So focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't control. Okay. And I want to share this last part, and I think uh, you can apply this, and it's just kind of a strategy that I apply. I'm not going to go in depth, maybe later on, at another episode I will, but this is how when it comes to social media, um, that's really helped me over the years, like kind of keep a structure the things that I focus on. And it's three C's um, and it's pretty simple. The first C is content. Um, I always make sure my content is straight to the point point. and content is going to look different for everybody else, but I make sure my content is straight to the point. I make sure my content is shareable, relatable, extractable. Um, shareable because when people share it, obviously they introduce you to an audience that, you know, that doesn't even know who you are. And it's powerful because like you guys sharing this podcast with people, there's people in the world that don't know who Trent Shelton is. There's people in the world that don't know who Rehab Time is, but they need the message. And so by someone sharing it, which I ask in a call to action, by someone sharing it, it really expands the impact. Relatable. Um, Relatable comes from transparency. Your transparency will be your transformation and your transparency will also lead to other people's transformation. Uh, When it's relatable, it's because it's real. And I've said this so many times, like in the last three episodes, and you should listen to the things I repeat. I would just like really take that in because these are things that have really, really, really helped me. Um, But it becomes relatable. And when it becomes relatable, that also becomes shareable because people are like, okay, I relate to this. Let me share this to the world. And then extractable, is I'm always trying to give things in my content that people can take out, whether they want to write a blog post about it or they want to you know, write a quote about it or they want to create some art from it. So I'm always trying to make sure that it's extractable. Or I've had teachers even create lesson plans. Even before I was big, I had teachers create lesson plans around my video content. So I'm always thinking about that. So the first C is content. The second C, which we've already talked about, is community. Um, community is everything. If you haven't gave... A name to your numbers, meaning that you got to turn your followers into your family, period. So come up with a name, give them a name of, like I said, mine is rehabbers, go getters, whatever your name is, giving them a name and have people feel a part of what you do. Because the more people that are part of the community, the more impact that you will make in the world. And the last C is consistency. And it's a problem that a lot of people fail at. And in today's social media, I'm not telling you to post and be consistent if it's causing you mental health. Right, then you have to really ask, is this really for you? If it's causing mental health issues and you're being drained, you're being burnt out, it's okay to take breaks. I want to tell you that. But at the same time, consistency is very important. You know, I always say post or be forgotten. We live in a day and age where you know turnover is so quick. I mean, just think about the news. We could be talking about something that's major, like one day, and then next week, nobody's talking about it. So it's the same with your content. And that's, that's a very dangerous place because... What that is teaching you, too, is not to appreciate your content. So you have to make sure you appreciate what you're building on social media and not get caught up in that. But at the same time, you have to make sure you're putting out content consistently or you'll be forgotten or people go to someone else. So I hope that, you know, in sharing those seven things that you really get a grasp of like what really helped me. Like I said, it's nothing that's that probably is going to wow you. But it's the simple things that I did that helped me build it. And obviously, you know, it worked. I'm not talking from a place of, I think this works. (laughs) I'm talking about this from a place that, you know, I know these things work. And if you can't do these simple things, then it's going to be hard to to make an impact. And, you know, the biggest takeaway that I would say from this podcast episode that I want you to take away is that, you know, be your authentic self, you know, be real, be vulnerable um, because, People need that. People know, need to know that they're not alone. People need to know that, okay, man, man, I, I relate to this. Like, people need that. And the only way that you're going to be able to give that to people is through your transparency. Um, there needs to be more transparency on social media. You know, post a picture because you like it. Don't post a picture because you think other people will like it. Post it because you like it. You know, don't. You know, some people don't post the pictures that they love because they know other people won't like it. Like put out content and don't think so much about it and just deliver from the heart. And I promise you, when you deliver from the heart, when you deliver from a pure place, no matter how many people follow you, no matter how many people like you, you're going to make impact. And that's how you win at the end of the day. But like I tell you, at the end of every single episode, it all starts with you. And what you can do is share this with somebody. You know, sit down with people if you want to go over this. Make sure you apply this to your life. But press share, tag me on social media, hit me up on Instagram. I'm gonna share. Hit me up on Facebook. Email me, all these things. And any questions, come into my DM. Say, hey, Trentman, I got a question about this. I'm gonna try my best to get back to you. Okay. I appreciate you. I'll see you guys next episode. But like I always tell you, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Straight up. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage shopify is there to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system whenever All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash Trent. Make sure Trent is lowercase. Let's get it. Hey you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there would be no trend Show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all